Hey everybody, welcome back to the Think on These Things podcast season two. We're back. We're back. Um, a lot's happened since the last time we talked. Yes. Goodness. Um, man, it's good to be back. It's good to be talking about the things of God on this amazing podcast, on this amazing network. We got some exciting things coming up, especially one of the great things is going to be a crossover and a discussion with Brother uh, Pastor Nathaniel Urshan in Durham. We're going to be talking about a really cool, important subject coming up, so be on the lookout for that. Yes. But today we're going to get started with a uh, it's not an easy subject to talk about sometimes because it's so hard to recognize and we're going to talk about being stuck in a rut that's a good one why don't you share your thoughts on that while i look at my notes (laughs) (laughs) way to put me on the spot yeah i should have had those ready before you know i i think that ruts are not always something we think about consciously all the time right but what i see a lot with people is they'll get frustrated about where their life is going or they feel frustrated because they feel like they're not making progress. And that's often when people realize that they're in a rut. It's a moment maybe where they realize, hey, I'm not making progress or I'm not making progress as fast as I want to make progress. Um, Or I feel like, and I hear this a lot, um, like marriage counseling um, is they feel like, oh, I'm repeating the same cycle over and over again. Yeah. Um, and that's when people are like, I think I'm in a rut and I don't know how to get out. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I think, too, the recognition of it is a big deal. It is. Um, because many of us were in a rut when COVID started. Yes. But COVID kind of shook the world um, oh, yes. at the beginning of 2020. And yes. now we find our pl- ourselves in a place where we've like gotten used to COVID being here masks talks about vaccinations and all these different things that everybody's talking about and, um, and a new presidency and all this stuff happens. But then just a few months later, the human tendency is to be able to find normalcy in that and find yourself in a rut again, even though there was a massive shakeup. Yes. And what I would conclude from that is that what I'm seeing is that many people are in an anxious, fearful rut because of COVID and the circumstances surrounding that. And maybe they haven't realized it or they're just realizing it now. And their response pattern is fear and anxiety. Um, And so I'm hearing a lot of that right now. That's really interesting. Yeah. When when fear and anxiety can become the rut that you find yourself in. Yeah. Because ruts can affect a lot of different portions of life, right? They can affect mental, emotional, um, professional, yeah. familial, yeah. so in your home. But they can also affect ministry and other things too. And so when we talk about fear and anxiety, I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, fear and anxiety is a rut that we find ourselves mentally and emotionally in, but it affects so much of our life because if we're in a rut here we'll find ourselves being you know less productive and and all the things that come with being in a rut outside of that as well sure and i think it's important to um differentiate between um people that have anxiety uh because of you know maybe chemical imbalances Um, i think it's important to differentiate that between Um, just everyday kind of anxious, not necessarily a diagnosable anxiety, but a, 
way of relating to the outside world that is anxious. Um, and because we don't want to minimize people that are dealing right. with anxiety, yep. but we do think that we ha- will share some helpful things on this series that will be helpful to you. Yeah, because one of the things that we want to approach here, because we know um, that this podcast is generally discussed mental health and ministry and, and, yes. and how those two things collide a lot sure. of times. And so we want to talk about, first and foremost, the mental health aspect. And then you're going to find this, the format's going to be a little bit different. Yeah. And we're going to break it up into more bite-sized episodes yeah. to be able to take some things that we talk about and apply them and then yes. come back for more meat later. That's Absolutely. kind of our idea. So today let's talk about mental and emotional rut and sure. and kind of how that let's talk about so our goal me and my wife talked about what do we want to do with this podcast? Well, we want to talk about identify, recognize some things, but then we want to give you actionable steps because if we're only talking about recognition, it, it, you, you don't know how to get out of it because yeah. you, you'll find out where you are, but you have no way out. So today let's talk about recognition, but then actionable steps to pull ourselves out of that mental and emotional rut. Well, here's what I would say is, and hopefully I'm not jumping ahead on your note sequence there. It'll be fine if you are. But what I would say is if you feel like you're watching us today and you feel like, yes, I am in a rut um, in this area um, my kids are in a rut, you know, me and my spouse were in a rut, my ministry is in a rut. So here's my first um, kind of piece here, uh, action kind of item is go ahead and prepare yourself <laughs> to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes, because getting out of a rut um, causes us discomfort and would you know that that's some reason why we sometimes why we stay in a rut because yeah. as humans we just desire comfort so much yeah we don't want any pain we don't want any discomfort um, and so we will go to great strides to be comfortable to make ourselves comfortable and so if you're truly wanting a change if you're truly wanting to um, do something different then go ahead and prepare yourself it's, it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable for a while. Yeah. And, and you have to be willing to approach it, yes. right? Um, you know, like one of the things that I like to talk about when it comes to, let's say, repentance in the plan of salvation is that if you cannot approach or be willing to admit sin, then you can't find forgiveness of that sin because you're in denial about it. And it's the same way when coming out of this rut is you have to be willing to approach and recognize why you're there, what's keeping you there, or that you're there in the first place. And that requires a little bit of discomfort. Like you said, it requires us um, uh, to be more introspective maybe than we would like to be. And I think, you know, like my wife said, we desire to be comfort and that desire to be comfortable will cause us to do certain things. Sometimes it causes us to overeat. Sometimes it causes us to, uh, you know, play video games or whatever the case may be. Sure. But sometimes it causes us to run from the hard conversation. So what we'll do instead of approaching it, our answer, because it creates so much anxiety and so much fear, our answer is to retreat. But to overcome it and to get up out of the rut, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and you have to be willing to approach the subject. 
Well, and you know, we talk about family uh, a lot on this podcast, and this is important um, for your parents and adults, you know, mentors that are watching this. As I, I was listening to a podcast this morning, and it was um, talking about anxiety and um, with our kids, anxiety with our kids, and it was talking about how um, oftentimes parents will allow their kids to retreat from the things that are causing them anxiety. And really the answer is to help them lean in to that scenario. Because that's how they gain the tools. That's yes. That is causing them anxiety. Lean in and say, I'm here with you. I'm walking with you. You can do the thing that is scary. You can do it. And that's the mindset that we approach ruts with. So I have a question in that too. So, so let's, let's talk about recognizing a rut, right? So before we can take actionable steps, we have to be able to recognize and we have to be able to approach, but before we can approach, we recognize it. So do you feel, or, or let's, let me make it open-ended so you can kind of talk about it on your terms as far as mental and emotional goes. When we are in a rut, what are the things that we'll look for to say, okay, because in ministry, there's some, like when we approach ministry, there's already things that I'm thinking about that we'll be able to talk about that are uh, signs that I'm in a rut. But when it comes to mental and emotional um, and, and that realm of being in a rut, what, what do we look for there? What will we see when we're in a rut Sure. There? Okay. So um, here's one that I actually just uh, thought about as you were talking. Good. Is so when we realize that we are in a rut, we will resist learning or new information. So I'll give you an example. Um, so say you're in, in ministry and maybe you've done it for a very long time and you are met with maybe a new way of doing something or a new piece of information and immediately you want to shut it down. You want that information to go away. Yeah. And the reason why is because that information makes you uncomfortable and it stretches you, pulls you out of your comfort zone. And I would say that's a pretty good indicator that you're in a rut because learning, um, if you're continually learning, then it's continually stretching you and pushing you out of your comfort zone. That's it. It's it's making you uncomfortable. Sure. That's good. That's a good point. Um, what are some other things maybe we look at, um, whether we're single, maybe we're uh, a mom, maybe we're a dad, maybe we're a single mom, single dad, maybe we're a married couple. Sure. Um, what are some things that we look at there to say, okay, I've been feeling this way for yeah. some time. What are some things that we'll feel, we'll see, maybe we'll say, we'll yeah. think? Because um, we're going to talk a little bit about negative thinking patterns in just a moment. But like, what are some things we'll see, we'll, we'll think, we'll feel in whenever we find ourselves in a rut? Yeah. So I, um, I talk with married couples all the time that are dissatisfied with certain parts of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, they're maybe dissatisfied uh, because their, um, their arguments just like blow out of control. Okay. And they're just, I mean, it's just like crazy, you know, and they just have these big blowouts and they're both unsatisfied with their conflict um, management skills. And so there's this feeling, you talk about what are the feeling, feeling of dissatisfaction. That's good. Um, But then um, when you propose changes, it's kind of like, well, this is the way it's always been done. 
this works for us. I hear that a lot. This Functional works for us. Dysfunction. This is the way we are, but it, it's not working because you have these continual feelings of dissatisfaction. Yeah. And so it's, okay, let's try something different yeah. that may or may not work, but yeah. let's try it. So, so in, in one of the things me and my wife, my, one of my wife's favorite sayings, and she hasn't said it in a while, surprisingly, is we're in a season. Oh, yes, we <laughs> are. Oh, we are. But, you yes. know, we, we find ourselves in seasons sometimes. So, yes. so don't confuse a season for a rut. True. Um, because sometimes it's just you're really busy because your kids just started school or you're really busy because your husband or your wife just got a new job or, you know, don't mistake it there, but also don't allow it to become a pattern of being yeah. right. Because a season can become a rut. It can. A, a season can become a way That's of a thinking. Point. A yeah. season can become a way of living sure. and don't let your, don't let dysfunction become your function. Right. Oh, yes. Because if we allow that to happen, then it's what's going to take place. Your marriage is going to be unfulfilled. Your um, your sex life is going to be unfulfilled. Yes. Your um, your uh, fulfillment with parenting is going to be unfulfilled. Your spirituality. Spirituality be, will, will be extremely unfulfilled because there's always that uh, instead of um, equilibrium that you find in that that leveling out. What you'll find is that it's always going to be out of balance. And we find this so much with married couples, too. Especially, I would say the marital relationship is one of the um, places where we can allow dysfunction to be our function very easily. I think that's a good point. And also, I think, um, which you'll probably, you'll be able to attest to this since you're a pastor. I think we also see it a lot in people's spirituality. Sometimes people wonder why am I not going to higher heights, deeper depths with God, but they've gotten into a rut of doing the same things Mm -hmm. and not, you know, and just believing, okay, that's enough. That's all there is and not pushing themselves out of their comfort zone to read, to study, to pray. And we're going to talk about that in that next podcast because you're so right because spiritual dysfunction becomes your function. It's not that you're abused. It's not that you're, you're being abused. It's not that you're an abuser and necessarily. It's not that it's bad necessarily what you're doing. Exactly. It's, there's just a nagging feeling of there's more. dissatisfaction. Yeah. And it's like, there's more. How can I this pick can up be out of that? better. This can be exhilarating. That's so yes. good. And, and, and we'll talk more about that too yes. in the next podcast. So you got to come get that other meat. So, yes. yeah. Um, so now in this last couple of minutes. So we talked about recognizing what are some action steps and one in particular that you said at lunch today that I think is really interesting is talking about, um, writing down patterns of behavior and thinking. Um, so what are some action steps we can take to help us break out of that mental and emotional rut? Um, and, and kind of walk us through what that'll look like whenever we approach it and we're ready, what can we do to get out of it? Sure. So, um, Self-monitoring is very important, like thinking about your thinking. And so... I was like, can you please explain that? <laughs> yeah, thinking about your thinking. So um, so what I would propose um, first as part of this series is that if there's an area in your life that you are dissatisfied with or several areas, maybe write those things down or um some people don't write so i say well you could um you could voice record yourself talking about them so you'll kind of have a record of what you've what you've um put down and talk about that area maybe it's one i used earlier like conflict manage conflict management maybe with your spouse and um think about 
the patterns in that conflict. So what happens? You get irritated at your spouse. Your spouse gets irritated at you. Okay, you start yelling um, and then they start yelling back and then you both just yell at each other and there's no resolve. So examine the pattern and then think about, okay, how can I change this pattern? How can I change it up and see what results that I get? And it's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. It's going to be uncomfortable because we default to yeah. what we know best. The hit, the habit and, and, and the dysfunction that yeah. we, and, and sometimes it's not even dysfunction. Sometimes it's just like you said, it's uh, patterns of behavior and thinking that there aren't, you know, conducive to the, to the moments that you find yourself in, but they become almost habitual. That response is so innate in us that it takes active thinking to overcome that response. Yes. Um, Yeah. Or even like, even say you and your spouse, you have a great relationship, but you want to improve your communication skills. And so instead you guys don't really connect much during the day and you don't ask each other about your day. And so you say, okay, I want to improve our communication. So you examine that, you know, you guys don't really talk that much when you both get home from work or when, you know, either of you get home from work. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to start asking them about their day Mm -hmm. and giving them some feedback. And that's going to feel super weird at first, um, you know, to give each other feedback and to talk and communicate. (laughs) It does feel weird, but it's, it, it it works really, really well. That's one of the best things for us that I think has helped so much is feedback. Yeah. And so, or so you want to be healthier. So you're like, Oh, I'm going to, um, you know, I, I really have gotten this pattern where I'm tired all the time. I don't feel good. I'm not eating right. You know, and I'm going to start, um, trying to uh, walk, you know, a few times a week. And at first, you know, it may be exciting. And then, you know, week two, you're like, oh, this is making me feel tired, you know, and it'll feel different at first. But as you change up that rut and you do something different, then the difference that you've made will become a new habit. Shout out to Atomic Habits if you haven't. James Clear, right? Yeah, if you haven't read that, yes. Um, I think, too, one of the things that I was thinking about while you were talking is, is... what what's the precursor, right? Because sometimes there are events that we don't think about that often take place before blow ups, sure. right? Maybe it was uh, a Thursday and you were at church. You you worked all day Wednesday. That's you went good. to church yeah. Wednesday night. You're tired on Thursday. You get home Thursday night after work, and that's when the blow up happens. So look at patterns to say okay, or or maybe it's a pattern in we argue about this same subject all the time. If you're arguing about the same subject all the time, either one of you two are completely wrong and you need to change or there's actually no solution, right? Yeah. It's probably not that cut and dry, but (laughs) I meant to say, I wanted to say this, that sometimes there's just not a solution to a problem in the moment. So why in the world talk about it? Let's change that pattern. And maybe you're the person Maybe like, like let's use me and my wife, for instance, like I'm arguing about this same subject over and over and over and over. And she just looks at me in love and says, honey, we fight about this often and there is no resolve. So why don't we just not talk about it tonight? Yeah. I think that's the thing it was we need to look at too is, is really analyze all of those things. Writing it down is a great way to do it. Patterns of behavior, patterns of thinking, because we talked about um, thinking in the last season. Yeah. Thinking truly thinking about what you are thinking on a regular basis and setting aside time for self monitoring 
What have I been thinking about? What is, you know, dominating my thoughts? Because those thoughts turn into actions and how you view the world. They can be oppressive. Yes. And how you, um, so if you, so say you monitor, and I know we're running out of time, but say you monitor your thinking and you realize, I think a lot that people are out to get me. Ooh. You know, and you realize that that has kind of dominated your thinking or, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm always under attack or I feel like, you know, this (laughs) one's always, you know, and you start thinking about that and like, why do I think that? Why do I feel that way? Why do I feel that way? And you start dissecting that. Well, that's a a great step to getting out of a rut when you start thinking about what is dominating my thoughts on a regular basis. That post that really wasn't about me. Oh, it was about me. Yes. Like monitoring those behaviors, uh, monitoring that thinking that requires introspection and the ability to look within yourself, which is very, very difficult today. Post COVID COVID made everybody a lot more selfish because we had to think about personal health, personal well-being. You wear your mask. I'll wear mine. This whole thing. So I think, I mean, that's like the perfect point. Um, monitor your thinking, journal, uh, audio record it, whatever you can do. There's, there's journals out there for days built yeah. for things just like this. Taking some time, because, mm-hmm. you know, we're running out of time on this podcast, <laughs> but taking some time to be by yourself alone with yeah. your thoughts and yeah. to get quiet yep. and think about your thinking, thinking about what God thinks yeah. about what you're thinking. Don't say you don't have time either. Make time. Yeah, because it beca- it is so important to be able to have moments alone with your thoughts. My wife's time's in the morning yes. before the children wake up. My yes. time is in the mornings in my office. Yes. Um, and so find time to th- yes. really think, to dissect. And we're going to get out of this rut together. Yeah, we've got and we've got some more in this series coming up and yep. we're excited. Join along with us. Yep. And don't forget, if you have any questions, you have any concerns, if you want to know about a subject, you can always text the word think to 910-600-0498. We're monitoring that. We'll get back with you. Maybe you have a, a question about ruts. Um, I know a good counselor that can help you out. So um, thank you so much for joining us. We're glad that you've been here with us. We're excited about what God's going to do in this. And as always, you've been watching the Biblos Network.